Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of an X Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in, as each and every Thursday, I bring y'all an episode of Somebody Talking About Their Ex. Now, I know I've been missing the past couple of weeks of putting out a new episode, but everything that's happened in the world has been crazy, man. And I had to, like, mentally rest. Just social media has been wild. And I felt like this podcast didn't matter because of what was going on. But we're back. And I'm glad to be interviewing people for this podcast. I'm getting back into the groove of things, so hopefully I'll be consistent with the episodes. Now, this week is episode 33, and it features Latanya. Latanya stumbled across my podcast listening with a friend of hers named Lauren. Now, Lauren is the sister-in-law of one of my close friends named Angel. And Angel sent it to Lauren, and they was listening to the Lauren Winfrey episode. I know that's mad Lauren's I'm saying. But they both, Latanya and Lauren, was both listening to the Lauren Winfrey episode. And it struck Latanya to come up with the idea to do her own episode. She was like, I have a story to tell. Let's reach out to Lama to see if I can tell my story. And they did that. Now, a week or so passed, and we set up a time and day to record. Um... The time was like 5 p.m. and I think I was a little bit late getting home. I was a little bit late getting home. And we still did it. But in this episode, Latanya had a, a girls' night or a girls' day in which she was traveling from Baltimore to DC to have a spa day uh, with her girls. And we start the episode with her driving to DC. So the quality is a little bit shaky. And then she gets to DC and you'll hear Lauren in the background, which is her friend. And um, a little noise and stuff like that. So when you hear this sound, just know something happened in between. And I had to like chop a certain part just to get everything back together. So remember, when you hear this sound, just know that's the edit part. So I'm going to start using this in the future because I like the sound. But with the limited time that she had, we did come up with a great interview. And it was a dope, dope story that she told. Don't forget to like, subscribe. And please comment on this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And I am now selling merch. I'm doing an ex-celeb couple series where my first two shirts is Kanye West and Amber Rose and Usher and Chili. You can find these on viewsofnx.com. It's like limited sizes available. I'm coming out with another series soon, so be on the lookout for that. And keep telling a friend to tell a friend, tell a family member and all that about this podcast so i can keep growing it growing it and growing it i'm not gonna keep talking your head off enjoy episode 33 featuring latanya bye oh okay uh, you clear now it's perfect okay you said you was 21 minutes out. I heard that part. Okay. All yeah. right. Let, let, well, let's hurry this up then because um, I know you're on a, a strict time. Uh, what are you about to do? Go party? And, well, no, we're having a spa day. A spa day? To do My, what? Yeah, we're bringing, the, we're bringing the spas to Lauren's house. Um, me, Lauren, and our girlfriend, Erin. Got you. Um, because we, we can't go to the spa, so we have to bring it to us. Now, what do you bring? Somebody's... Uh, Bring like a massage table and all the other stuff. Yeah, like all the supply. Uh huh. <laughs> Yo, this is 
That's creative. That's creative as hell. Yeah, a little rose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we're going crazy. Yeah, that's funny. So I just met you through my homegirl, Angel, right? And she said that she yeah. sent Lauren the podcast and Lauren got it to you. That's right. Yeah, I was I was actually listening to it at Lauren's house. Yeah, with her. All right. We're listening together. Yeah. And you and Lauren was listening to Lauren Winfrey's episode. That's funny. Um, That's right. Yeah. What about the episode made you want to do a, do an episode for your of your own? Um. Well, one, I think that this the the subject matter and the content was you know it's. It's real, and I'm I'm at a point in my life. Um, let me start here. Every year, I give myself, me and a girlfriend of mine, we we give ourselves a word or a phrase for the year. And so mm-hmm. this year, my word is healing. And really? listening, you know, to the yeah, it's healing. Yep, this year's healing. And um, listening to the podcast, I thought, oh my gosh, like I love that this is all about storytelling and and sharing you know, experiences and what you've learned as it pertains to relationships that have ended. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, to me, I mean, this is almost the equivalent of, you know, journaling or um, talking to your therapist. Um, so I just thought it would be a cool, you know, thing to kind of do um, and, and kind of mark it off as an activity that I participated in as part of my own healing process. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good that you thought about that. I was like, yeah, maybe I could do one of these. Um, what? How many people know your story? Oh man, uh, I think all of my close friends and family members. I mean, those who who know me and who know um, my former significant other. And this is know? the one his that's family, like most traumatic. The one that broke your heart. Broke your heart. So. I'll say this now this is not the most traumatic but it is the most significant most thus far significant. I'll say that All right. um the heart the heartbreak in this situation um you know I was the one who you know called called it off so if anything, um, I'm, I may have, I won't speak for him, but I may have caused some trauma. All right. Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to find out how this, how this happened. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this one is the one that was like most um, um, life changing for you or, or like uh, yeah, it, it, it did some for damage. Sure. All right. Yes. Enlightening. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right. Before we start, let the people know who you are, what you do, if you want to give that information, and things like that. Okay, my name is LaTanya. Um, my hometown is Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. and I've recently relocated to the Baltimore, uh, D.C. area for work. I graduated law school last year, so I'm in the legal field. Are you a Ravens um, fan? Because I'm a Ravens fan. I am, I am not a Ravens fan. Ooh. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Ooh, even worse. Okay. Mm. Even worse, right? I know yeah. that's what that's what they all say. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I I am currently single, happily single, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what what more you know is important for me to share. All right, all right. 
So how did you meet Lauren? And Lauren is one of my closest friends, sister-in-law. And I just met her the yeah. same day I met you. Well, I, I, I think yeah. I met her at Angel's wedding, but I don't remember. But um, yeah, she's she's cool. We've been chatting. Okay, here and there. yes. So how you met yes, Lauren? Yes, so Lauren, I met Lauren at Howard University. We went to undergrad together. We both majored in political science pre law together. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I can't remember exactly how we struck up a conversation. I actually used to. I was like a student worker in our department and she would come in there all the time, you know, to speak with deans and professors or whatever. I kind of feel like that's where our relationship sort of started. Um, and we literally have been the best of friends ever since. Is it true that you have to yeah. dress up every day at Howard? <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it like a fashion statement yeah. every day? Yeah. Every day? I mean, yeah, I think that's any HBCU though. I mean, Howard definitely... You know, is their own. Uh, it has its own, you know, fashion runaway, if you will. It, it definitely is a, a college and a university where. Wait, you lost connection again. Okay, so yes, Howard is known to have um, a campus full of well-dressed, dapper young people. Uh, it's all right. I, you know, I'll just hold it. Um, so yeah, that reputation is there. But I was saying earlier that I think that that is the reputation that many HBCUs hold. We're not the only ones. I went to Virginia Union and it wasn't like that. Everybody oh. was dressed <laughs> all the way down in their in pajamas. <laughs> so oh, I, see, I always thought that that was a, a PWI sort nah, of situation. Nuh-uh. So oh. when I heard stories about Howard, that was like the number one thing. Everybody get dressed up. Oh, you yeah. know somebody went to Howard because they dress up every day. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. But let's okay. get into the episode. I know it's like yes. we were talking about nonsense. Okay. Um, okay. You met a guy. How long have you been with this guy? We were together for three years. Three years. God damn. All right. Yeah. So I asked my guest to give a name, a fake name uh, for the ex that they call him. Uh, okay. You I will call, call him, him. What? Carolina Blue. And why is that? Because he, I met him in Carolina. He's from the Carolinas. Um, and he's also blue. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's now an officer. All right. So, yeah. Oh, people will definitely blue. know who this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with Tar Heels. It's the other blue. The, the, no, the, the other blue. The people but that he's we are rioting against he's, and, and he's, he's, protesting he's, against. Yeah. 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 All he's right. a good blue. So, um, you're a lawyer. You was, was in law school or whatever. And you met Last him year, at yeah. work, you said. I met, yeah, so um, I actually moved to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2013, mm-hmm. and I met him in 2014, I guess, um, at, at the job, the company we were both working for at the time. All right. So how did so that that's go? how we met. Um, yeah. It was, what, the, the first, I guess, meeting? Is that what you're asking? Or, yeah, how did y'all connect? Like, how us, did what yeah. go? How did you and him? Oh like, yeah, yeah, okay. First so each other um, I was okay. So yeah, it was like my first week. It was my first week at the workplace, the job. He was already um, an employee there, and he came into the break room. I mean, I saw him like looking at me, kind of the first week every day, staring from his little cubicle, and um, <laughs> he finally he 
came, he kind of pressed up on me in the break room. We're in the break room. I was making coffee and he asked me if I was married. And I thought that that was actually a very interesting question because no guy that's ever tried to approach me has ever asked, are you married? You know, normally. Yeah. He's like, are you married? That's, that was his question. He's like, are you married? And I said, no, I'm not. And I said, um, why? He's like, oh, you know, I just, I would like to get your number. And, um, we had a few instant messages here and there um, on the workplace computers before I gave him my number. And then finally, um, I gave it to the Southern Charm. What was it about him that made you want to give him or made you interested in knowing him? Oh, because he was a genuinely, like, just good guy. Typical Mr. Nice Guy. Typical, um, like I said, Southern gentleman. Um I saw how other people interacted with him in the workplace. You know, he had a lot of respect mm-hmm. from our co-workers. And, you know, um, so that was very attractive. Uh, it, I'm not going to lie. It was difficult at first. I mean, the first few times that we communicated, I kind of, you know, kind of brushed him to the side. It probably took me like a good month or two after giving him my number to be consistent in Kind of giving him some playback. Yeah, I know. That's a long but he was, time. <laughs> yeah, it how was. Tall, now, how tall are you? I'm five, three and a half, five, four. Now, you listed this guy at five, five to five, nine range. Yeah. He's not That's short. <laughs> no, yeah, he's not, he not a tall guy. He's not a tall guy. Is that he's your like, type? He, you know what? He may be five, ten. No, I, my, my type is actually much taller, but... um. He was, he's taller than me, so that you know, I'm fine. Oh man. It's, my thing is, my thing is, so I I prefer tall men, but if you are not in the six feet or above or above, you know, height range, but you are confident standing next to me when I'm in my highest heels, yeah, then I'm good. I'm good. So when you when you're in your highest heels, you about five nine five seven. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that, that's that's cool. Um, now, him asking you out, you got to know each other and everything. How did mm-hmm. he, who, who initiated the first date? To go he out? did. All right, and yeah, where did he, he take did. you? Oh, that's a good question. Where was our first date? Oh, okay. Our first date was at this place called, I, I, oh my God, I hope I'm remembering the name correctly, but I think it's, it's in Uptown Charlotte. It's called uh, Carolina Ale House. I've and, never heard of it. Okay, okay. So it's well. like in the uptown. Yeah, it's in the uptown area. I'm pretty sure it's called Carolina Ale House, right. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's in uptown. We went out for literally drinks and mm. a little food. Right. Um, it, was a, it was a cool, casual kind of date. You know, nothing over the top. And, and at that moment, like, what was your thoughts on him being out with him um, outside of work? Well, I mean, I had a so Carolina, as, as you can imagine, L House. It's like a, it has a lot of beer, so I <laughs> I had a few, probably too many. All right, and um, so I don't know <laughs> that we can trust. That we can trust my original, my initial impression. But I will say this: I do remember thinking. Oh my gosh, he's so like non-judgmental. I know I'm like acting a fool, you know, because I'm like cracking up, laughing, cracking jokes, you know, about everybody walking by, yeah. you know, truly enjoying myself. 
Um, so I really, I was like, okay, he's, you know, he's, he's putting up with me. So, you know, he, he must be a strong guy. Um, that was my initial thought, you know, right. and then after that, we actually had our first kiss that day. Wow. So we kind of, yeah, we kind of, I remember having drinks and like I said, a little food. And then there was like a fountain nearby on this mm-hmm. particular street or block. And, you know, nighttime started to break and the water fountain came on. It was actually a pretty romantic first kiss. Um, and so from that first kiss, I think I did more judging there, you know, of him. I was like, oh, man, okay. He's this guy. He's he's solid. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. So when did y'all become closer than close after this? Oh, when we moved in together. (laughs) Wait, what? Wait. Yeah. That's that's far. That's too far in advance. All right. Hold on. Um, when did it go next level? So it It gets no closer. So it was from first base to like. (laughs) Not saying sexually, but y'all getting closer as like making it a couple thing. When did that happen? (laughs) <laughs> I remember it was a. I remember it was in August because we always celebrate our anniversary and it's August sometime. Um, how long y'all did in prior? I don't that? really know. I mean, I just remember specifically it was in August that we met. Probably just a couple months. All right, a couple months of dating before making it official, like mm-hmm. one or two months, maybe two months, or like two months. All right. So how was that? What was the figured out? <laughs> That's Lauren again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What was the honeymoon stage like? All right. So yeah, 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 yeah. Tied a knot. Oh, not, not okay. like that. But yeah, make it official. What was the honeymoon stage right. like? Official. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon stage was great. Um, we were head over heels, super in love, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, we so. We lived a nice little distance away from each other. Mm-hmm. And he would, I swear, probably drive to my place like every night, you know, every day, every day. I think this, this man was driving a nice, you know, both ways. I don't know, maybe like 30 miles every day. That ain't that bad. You know, I think that's kind of, that's a little, 30 so miles. 30 miles. 30 miles a back, day. That's not bad. Back and forth. Oh, so you know 30 miles bad? going, 30 miles going back? I wasn't doing it. That's like me going no, from no, New no. York to Jersey. Like 15 and 15. Oh, no, that's not bad at all. Oh, that's not bad? Nah. If it's 30-30, oh, okay. then it's like, ah. Right. I gave him too much. I, I, okay, I gave him too much credit. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for next time. <laughs> right. So he, w- he would take that little ride, which is like listening mm-hmm. to a few songs <laughs> and he at your house. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong for that. But okay, yes. 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 All right. So yeah, um, so yeah, it was it was like I, honestly, everything was good about the honeymoon stage. Otherwise, we wouldn't call it that, right? So mm-hmm. yes, lots of traveling to see one another, um, lots of going out. You know, this is when he was putting his best foot forward, actually dating me, still dating me, and and, and in fact, I won't go too far into that because that is part of the reason the relationship came to. All right. An end. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, I mean, he was consistently dating me. We were happy meeting each other's families, meeting each other's friends. Oh, um, You've seen, yeah. you seen marriage in this guy? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I did. Kids, yes, football, did. all of that, yeah. everything, right? Oh, uh, yep. Yep. 
<laughs> the works. We did. We had the works. All right. It was the now, works. What yeah. is your background? You have a, a last name. What is it? It's, can That's I say it? So on here? fun. Yeah. It's like lizard. What I said. Was, was what I said. Uh-huh. Lizard, like lizard. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, it's what is your background? So it's funny because I'm black. Just for the record, let me set it there. But it's interesting because there's this this thing about me where I typically attract African and Caribbean men. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. I was thinking people, that she was you thought, African or Caribbean. Yeah. All right, but check, exactly. So I re- so about what was it? Two or three Novembers ago. My father sent me an email. He's, he's he sends a um, an email to myself, my sister, my brother, and he's like, I, "I want you guys to look at this. Like, you're gonna get a kick out of this." He did the genealogy test. Mm-hmm. He's a hundred percent African, wow. Nigerian. Sule- yeah. So all these years, you know, I used to call home, especially when I was here, in, you know, in DC for college. I used to tell my parents these stories about uh, these men and approaching me who are of you know, African and, and Caribbean descent and women who would ask me, are you from Ghana? Are you from Jamaica? Like, you I would look, get yeah. that constantly. All yeah, right. and, and so we finally figured it out recently, just, just a couple years so ago. 100%, I mean, well. Uh, my father, my father is 100%. My mother, I guarantee not, so I guarantee she's definitely like got a lot of things Nigeria. Yeah. All right, that's mm-hmm. cool, that's cool. I was about to say, that. Your parents that could play a big role into your relationship and who you get married with. That's all I was asking. Because you look African. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. You do look African. <laughs> <laughs> or like West Indian. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where yeah. did the honeymoon stage end in this relationship? Ooh, probably, what um, probably towards the end of year one, I started, you know, I'll be honest. I am, I think I'm a woman that is can be challenging to please it can be a little difficult to please me and I will say in this particular relationship I think that was the case because I was so unhappy with a lot of the things that I had going on in my own personal life and and, you know just internally with me Mm -hmm. um so probably within the yeah by the end of the first year I started getting antsy you know Mm -hmm. uh he wasn't necessarily the issue at that point um but I did start, you know, I started to feel like, you know, we weren't on the same page about a few things. Um, You know, I kind of, at the time, I didn't see, I didn't appreciate our differences. Okay. Like I'm, I'm a super highly ambitious, super outgoing person. And he's like more reserved, Mm -hmm. more chill, more calm. Definitely has his own goals and dreams, but at the time I could not see that, or or for me it wasn't like big enough. It wasn't like you know. So I now, really where started. was you in your career during the time? So that's a good question. Um, yeah. So at this time, I was actually finishing a master's degree, but only so. Let me provide some context. I originally moved to Charlotte to start law school at the first law school that I attended which mm-hmm. is Charlotte Law, no, mm-hmm. no longer exists. They closed the doors a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I originally went to Charlotte to do that. And I did not make it through that program. So I was very unhappy about that. Mm-hmm. And before coming there, I had already like started a master's degree and hadn't finished. So I had a lot of like loose ends in my life, right? Yeah. On 
top of, you know, before meeting him, I come out of a relationship that was not the business. Um, yeah. So I had, a, I had a lot of just kind of, you know, loose ends. And while things were coming together and I was starting to tie them up and, you know, um, address them, you know, I just found myself getting more and more frustrated with him, mm-hmm. you know, because it was like, oh, well, I'm working on A, B, C, and D. Like, why aren't you? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I think that's where the conflict started. Like I said, right around the end of the first year is when I started becoming you naggy. Had a, you, you had, yeah, you had a role in that. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. consider yourself an alpha female? For, oh, 100%. And, and, I, and, and a hundred percent, and that was a big problem. So, so if I were if I were to speak for him, he yeah. would say, and a, and a few other men. I'm not gonna lie, they would say <laughs> she doesn't know how to let a man be a man. That's a favorite. That's I hear that one a it's lot. Hard. All right, I'm a, for my personal experience. It's hard uh-huh. to date alpha female. Y'all feel like y'all could do everything on, on your own. Y'all don't need yeah. a man, or if y'all do need a man, it's just for him as like him as a tool, basically. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's hard to date y'all. And y'all want the most love too, and that's the crazy we part. We do, but you know, <laughs> let me no, 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 no. Let me correct you. We need it the most. You know, it's, but y'all it's act funny. Like y'all don't want it. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's us acting like we don't want it. Well, it comes off I, that way. I just, yeah, and and I think I'll say this because I, I that's something that I'm consciously working on. I think that we have sometimes a lot of, I'll say, miss place energy and misplaced will to lead or or take authority right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i do i so you know um my parents would would tell me you know when they would try to give me their relationship advice like hey you have to in a relationship there there are there's give and take you got to figure out what you're good at what he's good at Mm-hmm. You got to let him do those things that he's good at without interfering. My dad was telling me all the time, like, even if you think he's going the wrong way, if he doesn't ask you, you know, don't butt in. Like, let him go the that's good wrong advice. way. <laughs> that <laughs> and that's so advice. hard for me because I'm like, no, we got to run off the cliff. <laughs> my dad's like, my dad's like, but but let people, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be on that journey with them, you know, it does you no good to try to save them at every point. You know, mm-hmm. a man does have to be a man. And a woman has to be a woman. Um, so it's, it's during, you know, during this, this, I guess, this journey to love for me, it definitely has been difficult trying to, um, you know, figure out how to properly, um, I don't know, like direct this energy that, that we that the alpha female, I guess, kind of possess, you know, yeah. like I said, this drive, this will to lead, this this type A sort of personality. <laughs> we have a lot going on. And so I guess I guess I say all that to say, yes, we we have a hard time I'm discerning when we're in the, the boardroom or the bedroom. Gotcha. And sometimes those lines they do they do blur. Yeah. Um all right. Yeah. So you played the role in turning the tables in your relationship. Mm-hmm. What describe like describe him? What was he like? You said he was laid back and everything. How did he take? Yeah. your um pressure. I would say 
Actually, he, he took it well. Um, he, he's not an explosive personality at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the one thing that, excuse me, that I, I, could, I, I guess I could rightfully be a little critical about is that sometimes I don't think he um, took my grievances seriously enough like there would be times and periods where like I would want to talk and need to talk through certain things and he just wasn't there for it. Um, and whether that was because he was tired of hearing it or, you know, third, third fourth, fifth, sixth conversation he had, you know how guys can be, you know, yeah. oh, we already talking about this. Oh, you know, here you go again. You know, it's like, listen, for me, if we're having to address it again, mm-hmm. it's because we did not resolve it the first time so for me it's very important that you participate in the in the you know resolution or or the the final fixing of the situation um so he was that type of person so he was he was definitely mild mannered you know you know good temperament um but could be passive you know and in certain moments there would be some passive aggressiveness but um, I, I will say overall, he he maintained his cool in time in moments where you know I thought like, hey, if the <laughs> tables would have been turned, I would have flew off the hinges. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's fast forward to when y'all did move in together. You said that. Mm-hmm. What was mm-hmm. that experience like? So that was a it was a interesting um experience there were good times there were bad times um and so i guess this really goes to the question that you asked earlier i do feel like when we moved in that was in my opinion the closest we could have gotten to each other Mm -hmm. because it wasn't until like living together that we truly saw like every single detail <laughs> about now, who, each other, decision, whether we wanted to see it or not. Yeah, whose decision was that to to move in? So initially, I'll say I I think I it was my idea, and all then right. he wasn't with it. He like was not with it, and then all of a sudden, it was like it was funny because like I had been talking to him about it for maybe weeks, maybe going on a month. Like, oh, you know, we should we should move in together. And he's like, and here's why. I told him that because he was actually at the time, him and his brother shared a place. All right. And he was getting ready to move out. I think at the time his brother was engaged or getting engaged or something. Um, so he was preparing to like do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And I was in my mind, I'm like, well, no, you know, I'm like, we can live together with this rent, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um at first, he was like, no, you know, no, 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 no. And I was like, all right, cool. I left it alone. After asking a couple of times, I left it alone. And then literally at the very last minute, I think maybe a week or so before he was scheduled to actually be out of his brother's place, mm-hmm. he calls me. He's like, okay, hey, yeah, we can, we, can, we can make this move. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> what changed your mind? He's like, no, I mean, I was thinking about it. He's like, I'm driving to you every day. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at things, but at the end of, you know, when I'm looking, I don't really, I don't Same see anything thing. worse, you know, paying the price for a one bedroom for like, if yeah. you're going to do something, we'll, we'll do it together. And so we did. I actually broke my lease early 
and then we moved into a townhome together. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Tell Lauren to move a bit. I can hear her whole conversation. Sorry, you're funny. Got me telling this lady what to do at her house. I know, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Tell, tell I'm sorry. She's, she's sorry. <laughs> hey, her whole Mama. conversation. I know. Our other friends getting ready to come through. All right. All right. So, um, y'all moving. Y'all found out. That's the. I always say that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You find out who the true person is. Living together and and yeah. that's like the top thing is living together. Yeah. So for right, sure. So what was that like? So oh my gosh, um, we had to have separate bathrooms. <laughs> oh, because you was leaving hair in the sink and ah uh, no, nah, I wasn't. Nah. He was leaving hair in the sink. <laughs> He'd be oh, shaving, no. and, you know, leaving the beard trimming. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh no, bro. But I will say it was his idea to do the separate bathrooms because he knew how nitpicky i was all right so he smart. didn't want to yeah so we had separate bathrooms um it was cool i will say stuff really hit the fan um <laughs> when i when i bought my when i i got a dog oh um yeah he does he's allergic to dogs and doesn't like them and i remember at the like before moving in i shared with him that i've been wanting to get one mm-hmm and um of course he was against it but i didn't really understand the gravity of why he was you know so against it yeah um, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna move upstairs i got <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah sorry okay so yeah living together definitely it, it definitely showed the both of us like who we both really were um I don't really know that there was there was nothing about how he lived that surprised me. All right. Um, he kind of was the same, like I said, with the exception of certain things. Like I'm, you know, I'm kind of a neat freak. I also learned quickly that um, I didn't like how I was becoming. The, the chef, the <laughs> housekeeper, and I didn't have a ring. Like, that was starting to piss me off Yo. after going into, like, the sec- the end of the second year. You know, like, yeah. it was it was a lot. Um, so I'll say that. I'll say that I definitely So you didn't like cooking. You, you didn't like uh-huh. the, the wife lifestyle without yeah. a ring. Yeah. She's yeah. hungry. I won't come back. But you're not going to eat. You see, this girl came all the way upstairs. She's I mean, kind of a last minute attempt. Yes, but Lauren. Okay, thank you. Hot. Tell Lauren I'm cursing her out when we finish. He said he'll curse you out when we finish. Why don't you put it in the oven? What'd you say? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I can't believe she's a trip. I'm sorry. Um, but, um,. Yeah, I will say that that was the part that started to frustrate me personally um, as a woman because I was like, dang, you know, I've always been taught, you know, you don't want to be in one of those situations where, yeah. you know, you are the, what is it, the, hey, the uh, cow giving the milk away for free, right? Is that, is that the saying? <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> like, saying, I but like, I get it. I was, yeah, I was like, dang, am I that happy? Like, can I say that? Can yeah, I say that? You can say anything you want. I was like, yeah, I was like, dang, am, am I that? girl you know i will so yeah when we start tiptoeing into 
deep into year two. And then we relocated to Atlanta together from Charlotte. Mm. Um, I was like, that, my finger was itching. I was like, listen, <laughs> what is going on? You know, there's a lot of housework I'm putting in. And, why did um, you want the, ma- why is the marriage thing important to you? Well, why is marriage important? Well, one, because I believe in that type of unity and soul mm-hmm. connection. And for me at that time, I definitely saw him as that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see myself having a family with him. I felt like, you know, we were relatively young, but we weren't super young. We were mm-hmm. like, I was late 20s. He's actually two years old, younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my thing was, I mean, we were doing everything that a married couple would be with the exception of bearing children yeah um so yeah i mean i just it was only like years i think i I definitely he he definitely was the i said end of year two i said towards the end of year two going into year yeah going into year three we went into year three that's still that's mad fast do you think that that's? I don't think so. To get married, I, I really All don't. Right. That's, everybody okay, has and, their and own. I, and you know what? You yeah. know what? And and I'm gonna. I don't know if, if this is too soon to speak on this, but I'm going to. I'll say this. So by the time, Laura, by the loud. time, yeah, she came back. She came back upstairs. <laughs> We're not. This is. I don't know. If this is a good day to do. This. I know, but we already halfway through. Ahead, I know, but how's this gonna sound? Okay, I'm gonna tell the listeners in the beginning, the intro. Oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, oh look, my- I'm gonna say, Latanya was on a spa day with her girls, <laughs> and look, they was drinking a little bit. Because <laughs> I know, I, yeah, I know Laura was drinking already. That, that she must have been. I don't know what's going on with her right now, but um. But yeah, so I'll say this, and hopefully it's not like too soon to speak on it, but I knew that it wasn't too soon because I knew me and I knew him, Mm -hmm. right? And shortly after, because one of your questions uh, was, do I still keep in touch with this particular ex? And I I answered yes. And and so I'm now kind of jumping ahead, but I want to say it just goes to why I know and feel like it wasn't too soon. So shortly thereafter, after breaking up, we did reconnect. All right. So before you get into this, before you get into this, describe the downhill part, because I like to get there. So y'all lived together. Y'all was doing your thing. Yes. Yes. Let's get to the downhill part and then get to that part. Downhill. The downhill. What? Okay. It started with. I think I already mentioned this dating. Like I started to notice we were not going on dates. Like I started feeling less and less appreciated as a woman, you know? Um, And, you know, I would bring it up to him like, Hey, like, why aren't we going on dates? You know, why aren't you taking me out? Um, And he would have, you know, his reasons or his excuses, you know, what would be some of them? Um, money, because at the time I like stopped working All right. and, you know, was still doing school and, you know, I felt like there were many things that fell into his lap and that he kind of was taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, also for him time, cause he felt like he was also working mm-hmm. and feeling tired and all of these things. Oh gosh. 
What happened? No, your you video went out. Oh. You back, you back. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so he felt, you know, a way about that. Um, you know, he, he had a few excuses that, you know, for me, weren't cutting it. Like, because I would say things to him like, okay, well, money's the problem. Get on Groupon. Or it takes nothing, you know, I, I was, I was telling them, I would say, you know, it's nothing for you to light some candles in the house. You actually cook the dinner, serve it, do an indoor, like just be, continue to be romantic, continue to romance me, continue to make me feel like a woman mm-hmm. that you desire and that you will continue to like work hard for. Um, then it got really bad because we, we stopped being intimate. Why is that? You know, it's always the way I, doing it. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, he, so he's pissed. He was pissed about that. And he actually then what? You know, it's funny because I didn't withdraw from that physical, you know, situation until I felt like I was being emotionally withdrawn from. And so I remember at one point he tried to say, "Oh, well, this is you know why? Why am I, I you you asking to like go out and stuff and." You're not even, I can barely get a kiss. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so it, then it becomes this battle about which one is the cause and which one is the effect. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, t- so there, there's, there's, you know, def- there was definitely now, what, disagreement. Was there. it somebody else in the picture that, that was getting interest or? No. Just- no, not that I know of. I will say, I will say, <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. Um, there was one situation where I, I I started to feel like I couldn't trust him um, because there was a situation where like he was off work, I was working. This was back when we were living in, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type that once you do something, I kind of lock onto it. Like mm-hmm. I will forgive you, but I never forget. And I'm probably never going to see you or trust you the same. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, um, long story short, I called him called him supposedly the phone died um called him again he was supposed to like essentially like bring me some lunch that day Mm -hmm. and when i finally got hold of him i'm like you know why couldn't i get in touch with you why couldn't i get in touch with you and he said to me he was at his brother's house okay Mm -hmm. i called his brother his brother and of course not knowing what was going on i'm like yo is is carolina blue there (laughs) and he's like no, <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I just, I turned red and I saw red. Um, and so I will say from that, that was about, that probably happened in our second year before mm-hmm. we left for Atlanta. Um, so, so there were things like, you know, holding on to trust issues and, and little situations that over time built up on top of you know, the growing disconnect, the not dating, the lack of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the downhill. Um, and then there was a moment he recalls, it was it's interesting, where I think he also started not to trust me because there was a night where I didn't come home. But I, I had a legit, <laughs> no, no, no. I legit, like, couldn't make it home because it was just a crazy night yeah. with some friends. Yeah. And I mean, they, my friends had to get my car. I had to like right, sleep right. at a friend, like, you know, and he was so, he actually was so concerned about that particular situation that 
I actually didn't find find out about his concern until after our breakup when I was having a heart to heart with my parents and my dad shared that was because he actually called my dad and okay. he asked him like, do you think she would cheat on me? You know? Um, so it was, that's another interesting thing is that we both kind of quietly started losing trust for one another. Did he have a question um, we, you like if there's somebody no, else there? No, no, no. Because y'all wasn't like no. intimate, nothing? No, he never, he never did. And that's oh. why I say there was a silent distrust between, because even with the situation from Charlotte, I think, you know, we had the situation that day. I spoke my mind that day. You know, um, I think he could tell for a few weeks maybe that I was still hard about that issue. Mm-hmm. But it, I actually carried that for the rest of the relationship and secretly did not trust him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think with the situation that happened with me, I think he secretly did not trust me. And so, yeah. Man. And then yeah. what led to the breakup? Ooh, so, Russ said he's such a chill person, but then there would be moments of passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Um. So I remember th- it was like a, the winter times, uh, winter of twenty. Let's see, for DVDs, like eighteen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually was up here in Maryland. We were still living in Atlanta, but I came to Maryland to help my aunt who lives here. She was like going through a surgery or something, and I come out here for the winter for a couple of weeks, and at the time, you know, we still were going through our stuff, and we like didn't talk like he didn't call i wasn't really calling him and you know we lived together yeah you know so that was really strange and awkward and then the one time the one conversation that we did have i can't remember what it was but i just remember him getting really upset kind of like you know yelling raising his voice being out of character you know for what i'm used to because he is such a calm you know spirit if you will mm-hmm. um and i just remember thinking like i have to dead this and a lot of it was about because at the time he was actually wanting to enter into the into law enforcement yeah and i was not with that because when we ori- when we met in my mind his original goal was to also become a lawyer oh. and i felt like okay you're you're changing the plan and you know i my father was a my father was a police officer when I was a very young child, and my mom um, had him get out of it because of the danger. And yeah, so yeah. for me, I think it always registered to me. Like there's there's a few type of men that I always told myself I don't know that I could do a relationship with, and that was you know a law enforcement officer, a man who owned a motorcycle, and yeah. um, you know just anything that that's dangerous. I, I don't want to be a widow, you know, from yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. so um, that kind of caught me off guard. And and so to his point, when we talked about it, he said that he felt like I did not support him. And that was huge. That was a, that actually probably was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, because one, I knew for him, you know, this is a, a quote-unquote dream that he's pursuing right so to not have like the person that you say you love um support you in that you know that's kind of crushing and then for me to be told or to to be shown that i'm not being supportive mm-hmm. was crushing to me because i always saw myself as 
a supportive woman. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I pride myself on that in relationships. You know, it's like that black woman who's patting her black man on the back. Right, right. So I was like, oh, this is not good. Like, this is so that's when I learned, like, okay, we are suffocating each other's purposes here. Because literally, because there was so much contention in our household, like, this is the person I live with, I sleep with, I eat with. And there's like this, this, this off, like we were off for so long. We literally were hindering each other mm-hmm. from accomplishing things. And so it was crazy because I remember I broke up with him on Christmas Eve. He was actually walking out of the house, getting ready to get on the road to go home to Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hey, couldn't wait till I, after I, Christmas. You know what? He asked me at the time. But but no, he he literally asked for it because I remember I was getting back in from DC. Mm -hmm. He was getting ready to drive out. And he walks down the stairs and he's like, something looks wrong. Like, what's what's going on with you? You look like you're upset about something. And I said, no, we'll talk about this after the holidays. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, no, no. You need to tell me now what's going on. And I said, I can't do this anymore. And he got his 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 bag because, like I say, he's going on vacation to be with his family. And normally, holidays we spend them together. So this is we have a lot of, of stuff, you know. And something happened between y'all. Like it was something, and it built it built up to that. And and I think yeah. mentally he knew it was over, but didn't say. Yeah. He said he was passive aggressive, so he knew like yeah, all right. that, and that's probably why I didn't talk. Yeah. It was like it he was, was crazy. over it, and then you was more vocal, so you was over it. But then yeah. you the one that said it. Something happened. Yeah. Like, do you, do, <laughs> are you the reason of that? Like, no, I don't think I did anything. Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, like I said, I do think that there was a lot of things that were unspoken between yeah, yeah. the both of us. Um, and again. We, it, it's funny because I've been in relationships where explosive things have happened, where it's like red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, yeah, you guys are not going to make it. But this was the relationship where we had little situations that would, you know, transpire, but would not be, I guess, again, explo- explosive is the only term I could think of. Explosive, explosive enough for me to, or him to be like, okay. This is, you know, um, yeah. a sign that we either need to reevaluate this relationship or get completely out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm thinking back to another situation where basically he went missing one night, oh. <laughs> like for a long time. And his and it was not this is not his M.O. Like he always calls to let me know, like where he is, who he's hanging with. And one night he did not do that. And I called and I'm like going off and, he, and then he comes home and he's like, listen, you know, I was out with a coworker and I'm like, what? And, and mind you, he was working at a new job. So mm-hmm. I say to him, how do you make friends that fast? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't making friends no. that quick. Like, you know, who are you really out with? So I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Trust. Like, the same trust. way. Yeah, was, yeah. We, we definitely have some trust issues for sure, I think. Um. And I don't know, in situations like that, I just, I don't think that we will, will ever truly have the answer. Like, I don't know that I'll ever trust that he was truly with a, a coworker the same way he probably will never trust that the night I didn't make it back home, I was truly yeah, with yeah. friends, you know? Yeah. Now, what was the point you were trying to make before you talked about the breakup? 
I think I was heading towards, um, wait, you got to remind me of, of what I said. Um, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it was, oh, so break up. But you I did. talking about something that I brought up and that it played the role into something after with the breakup. And oh, yes, yes, marriage. How I knew, yes. Yeah, how yeah, I knew yes, yes. it wasn't too soon. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So post-breakup, we did reconnect. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows this. So if any, like when Lauren hears this, she, she doesn't know mm-hmm. this either. So anybody, no one knows because, yeah. Uh, we did reconnect. Um when I moved here to Maryland recently, well, last year, because we'd already been broken up. It's time flew. We already been and broken up still for three Atlanta? years. He was. He still lives in Georgia. Yeah. All right. And um, and he. So I had a, I had a, I had a bridal shower to go to in North Carolina, and so he actually met me halfway. He actually came out. To Raleigh, so I drove from Baltimore to Raleigh. He drove from Atlanta to Raleigh. Well, y'all speak and normally. Like, y'all speak here and there. Yeah, we know, yeah we talk. Like, right. We talk. Yeah. So we you talk. told me he was going there. You was like, oh, I, he suggested <laughs> that he should meet you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he wanted to talk um, right. because. So, and let me back up. Let me back up because before this, I visited him before leaving. So after he came to my graduation last mm-hmm. year, he came to my my law school graduation which I'm grateful for because he was, you know, he was a part of that journey for so long. Um, He came to the graduation. I saw him before leaving. And that is when so much came out. Now, I don't think everything came out, but a lot came out because Mm -hmm. he ended up, oh, I hope he doesn't hear this. He ended up, you know, pouring out some, some things and sharing with me that, you know, over the that year, that year's period that we've been broken up, um, he realized that he had done a lot of things wrong. A lot of things wrong. One of them being not because I used to suggest counseling a lot. So mm-hmm. I come from my parents are divorced. They, my parents divorced each other twice, mm-hmm. and so I was introduced to therapy and counseling at the age of thirteen mm-hmm. when my family was trying to heal from my parents' first divorce, and so. This is probably my second adult relationship where I have at least attempted to get a third party counselor or someone involved because mm-hmm. I cared enough for the person in the relationship to really want that kind of help. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's smart. And, yeah. And so he was so against it, you know, typical, you know, in our community, Southern black men. He's <laughs> like, what? Nah, I don't need to see nothing. I ain't crazy. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, it's not about you being crazy. Yeah. It's about we're too close to the situation and we don't need. Yeah, I remember him saying, well, get your dad. Call your dad. Let one of our parents or something happen. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, no. That's still too close yeah, yeah. to the situation. Yeah, like, no. Unbiased can't opinion. Do- That's, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so he wasn't with it. But what I found out was apparently, um, this the uh, police precinct or county that he joined. They actually take the officers through a, a like there's an orientation, and they actually mm-hmm. sit them down and share with them if you are married or in a relationship or engaged. We strongly encourage that you start like get counseling. Um, be be ready for that because you know uh, law enforcement officers don't normally don't make it in their relationships. Um, and so, 
Yeah. So he shared this with me, mind you, this is post, you know, because like I said, when we broke up, this is how I knew it was time to let it go. Mm-hmm. As soon as I broke up with him, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go back because I realize I'm back, backtracking, but I this is important. When we broke up, I, w- I will tell you, like, I, almost immediately, a week into the breakup, mm-hmm. doors started flying open for the both of us. Wow. And yeah, I mean, it was like, because he had been trying to get onto a force for like a year and a half, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. But when, when, when we pulled the plug on that relationship, I mean, things started happening for me as a law student. You know, mm-hmm. I was able to get interviews, that, you know, hence me being relocated here. Um, he started getting multiple offers. I mean, it just became so apparent that mm-hmm. our time together was purposeful and we had done all that we could do for each other at that time. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. now back to us talking post breakup. Um, so he sh- shares with me these things that he's been learning as he's in training and taking some time to self reflect even outside mm-hmm. of work. And he said, you know, I, it was wrong for me to not date you. He said, you gave me plenty of creative ideas and I didn't even take you up on that. I can see how that would make you feel like, you know, you're not wanted or you're not valued the Mm -hmm. same as, you know, when we first started dating. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that made me feel good. And so I was glad that he shared that truth with me because I think sometimes what happens with both men and women who know that they might have a particular position on something pertaining to their relationship and you doubt it, right? Mm-hmm. Because this other person is not agreeing with you. Honestly, so I, what that taught me was all it takes is for you to one value something, like have a have a particular standard. And for me, being like being dated and, and doted on as a woman was important, right? Yeah. Yeah. So valuing that, having been authentic, you know, with him and myself through that duration of the relationship, and then holding true to the fact that, hey, this is not something that's going to be helpful to the relationship and could be a, a part of or, or one of the causes of, of this relationship uh, breaking up, holding on to that, even when he was making me feel at the time in the relationship, making me feel like I was crazy, like mm-hmm. I was tripping, like I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, was, I felt very vindicated that time apart Mm-hmm. you know, um, showed him, you know, some things and, and particularly that, no, like she's got a good, a good point on yeah, certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the big thing, cause I don't think I've touched this marriage thing yet. He actually told me, he said he, he was trying to pursue me again after the breakup. And he actually told me that this time it would be for marriage. Um, because he realized, I mean, I have I've given him everything else. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I say that to say it's like for me, I, I did I couldn't understand why he didn't grasp it in the relationship. And it took, you know, for I guess the relationship to be lost for him yeah, to, when you don't have that person, that's what happens. Yeah. You realize a lot of things. <laughs> you saw you start to self-reflect. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um that's why I say it wasn't too soon. It, it wasn't. It's mm. just I think 
I don't know. I think sometimes we all just, we hesitate to do what we know is the next best thing to do mm-hmm. simply because we don't want to do it. That's and true. my thing is it would have been better for him to be honest about that as opposed to, you know, stringing the both of us along, um, acting as if, you know, that that was going to happen in the near future. Um, now, what happened so. when y'all seen each other again? What was that like? Uh it was interesting because so it was funny. It was funny because <laughs> he we had a moment where um, he said to me, he was like, I actually can't believe I'm that guy. And I'll, I'll explain. I'm going to say what he said and then I'll explain it. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't believe I'm like the ex from Boston. Oh wow! And so 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 the story behind the to provide context. I took him on a birthday trip, our second year together, because his favorite team is the Boston Celtics. So I took mm-hmm. him on a trip. We went to Boston to see like Boston play. And while we were at our hotel, my ex-boyfriend, another ex-boyfriend, like called me while I was on the show. I didn't know who it was. So I answered on, you know, I think I was on speaker. Somehow he heard the conversation. And while I got the phone, he's like, who is that? And so I, of course I was honest. I was like, oh, that was like my ex. And he's like the ex before me. I'm like, no, he's like, two exes before oh, you. Wow. <laughs> and he, and, but he was calling me, this ex was calling me to share with me that he was, he wanted me back because, you know, he was going through whatever. And yeah. he, he, he was saying to me, you know, that, you know, he was trying to get out of this relationship. He, you know, was thinking he was going to marry this girl. And long story short, my, the ex that we're talking about now overheard me kind of giving him the, well, you should have thought about that when we were together. <laughs> like, I was, you know, like, just basically letting him know, like, sweetie, we, we talked about all this years ago, you know, mm-hmm. time is up. And so, so when we met up in, in North Carolina, he kind of brought that up. He was like, I remember that day and I remember telling myself, I'm never going to be that guy. Yeah. And he said, so I think it's funny that I'm that guy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm literally trying to get you back. Like, he's like, you, you really, you're, you're, you're true to who you are as a woman. And I appreciate that. He said, but at the same time, I really wish you would not be that woman right now because you're making it very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it was, it was like, it was, it was fun. It was fun to like reconnect with him. It was, um, I don't know. It was endearing, but honestly, I I don't. I I still right now to this day, and this could change. I don't know, but I I don't think that we are meant to be married and together. I think we literally were lessons for each other and blessings. Um, because to be honest with you, he had told me before we made the move to Atlanta and I don't even know if he remembers this but he shared with me that in college when he was in college him and his friends used to always say that they were going to move to Atlanta after mm-hmm. college they went to college in South Carolina and none of them ever did I think one of them moved there temporarily moved back and so when I think about things like you know him being exposed to certain things because he was in a relationship with me because he would have, he probably would have never moved mm-hmm. away from home if we would not have been together and I didn't want to like yeah. get back home to Atlanta, right? But then also for me, I think about the things that he exposed me to and, and the parts of myself that I became aware of because of him that I never saw, you know, when I was with any other man. 
And so I do, that's why I say, you know, I feel like sometimes and, and just fortunate for me, I, you know, cause I don't have the best track record with relationships three years. I mean, I was like, not, not only was I celebrating the anniversary, I had my own personal celebration. Cause I was like, Oh dang girl, you, you beat my family. They have a joke. They meet a man and they're like, Oh, we hope you're going to be around for Christmas. <laughs> she doesn't make it past six months. Cause normally six months and it's a wrap, you yeah. know, like I'm, I can see through things pretty quickly. So I'm out. Um, but with this relationship, it was totally different, which is why I say it, it wasn't traumatic, you know, in the sense of, you know, he, this wasn't like a, 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 a super toxic yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like that, but it was, it, it definitely touched me differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I, I came out stronger and a little wiser because of it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I, right now, I don't think that, um, I think that he, I told him I used to joke with him. I used to say, yeah, you need to like marry you like a good, quiet little teacher or something. I don't know. So a lady that's like, you know, somebody a little less, you know, yeah. aggressive or assertive. Um, he, he begs to differ, but Man. no, I, I think we were definitely um, a lesson, a blessing, and we'll probably remain lifelong friends, maybe. Um, we don't reach out to each other enough. And, and that's also a good thing because he, like I say, even though he's a, a, a quiet person or a guy that doesn't say much, um, he kind of has set those boundaries. He's very good at keeping himself from getting, you know, too caught up or gotcha. too hurt. I've yeah. noticed that about him. So we, we keep in touch, you know, here and there. Um, right. I actually have more of a relationship with his sister. Um, She's like a little yeah. sister to me, but yeah. You wrote that you keep in contact with the family and stuff and you follow yeah. each other on social media. How is that? Like, yeah, yeah. You see, you see him oh, post man, a picture. Cool. Did he get, did he, oh, look, like, he look better now? Oh, than... let me, so, so let me tell you. <laughs> so that's always the kicker, right? Yeah. So I'll say this. So we, cause we, we, he and I have actually talked about this. So <laughs> he's seen pictures of me cause I look different like right now. Yeah. And I'm going to blame this on quarantine. I don't look like what I'm getting ready to describe. But when he, when we were together, I want to say I was like 170 pounds. When we broke up, I got down to like 128 pounds. So he saw me on social media. He was like, oh, so you just, you just going to do a whole, <laughs> he's like, oh, you, you're going to do a whole new, you know. Jenny Jones makeover, right? Yeah. He was like, you, you're a whole new person. And so it's crazy because one of the other things, one of the points of contention for us used to be that I didn't think that he was social enough for me. I hated the fact that I would want to do things, go places. He never would want to be by my side at these things. You know, he just, his things, family, football, friends, I'm in the house. I'm good. And I'm like, yeah. no, like, let's do something. So I saw when we broke up, Pictures of him in Mexico. Uh, and, and, I mean, I was like, yo, <laughs> he dressing up and bitch. going out more. <laughs> I'm like, you, you skydiving, you, you ziplining. Yes. Ziplining. I'm like, this is crazy. So yes, yes, yes. We definitely, um, I don't know. It, yeah. I have, I have nothing more to say about that. Yeah. We changed. We changed. That's good. Now, um, um, have you healed from that? You think like you're ready to start a new relationship? Yeah. In the future, 
All right. So it's funny because, yes, uh, we broke up three years ago now. And so, yeah, I've been, what, three years single now. And, yes, I am actively, uh, I guess, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you on the apps? Are yeah. Any apps? Oh, you can find me on. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, what you can know. You can find me on. Um, I'm on the league. I don't know. What I that ha- is. I'm, That's like professional. Nah. Yeah, actually, they. I guess they that's their selling point yeah. is that it's this group of professionals. You got to have your stuff verified through like LinkedIn, Instagram, they verify everything. And there's like a waiting list and it costs crazy money. If you're going to like get more than three, um, I guess leads a yeah, day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, right. So I'm on there. Um, I'm also on hinge. I'm have you heard of hinge? hinge? Yeah, I'm on there. Okay. So yeah, I'm on hinge and regretfully, I actually just took this off. Uh, today I was on Bumble, but uh, Bumble, that ain't, that ain't I, I don't, it. yeah, it's not. I was like, it, it took, so I so I actually have I'm recently been in- introduced to the dating apps, and I'm like, they just want sex. This man. is a whole new world. <laughs> it's a whole new world. You yeah. know, I'm just like, man, uh, I like I actually sex. like Hinge, and I like yeah. um, that's it. That's about it. And uh, Instagram yeah. DMs. That's it. see i don't get i don't get dms no i don't but my joint is also private too oh that's probably why yeah 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 so Um, you know what else i can ask you about this relationship what's your biggest lesson learned from it i told you what you wrote down to remember it Uh, you did (laughs) do i have to read it over or yeah, remember? read it. Read it to me and then right. I'll, I'll just elaborate you a little. You said, I learned that sometimes love of self and respect of another of, of another require nothing. Wait, let me go back. I learned that. Mm-hmm. You can't put no like <laughs> commas oh, or anything. All right. Hold love on. Of, okay. I learned that sometimes love of self and respect of another require knowing when and how to let go. I also learned that God can bring people into your life to get you to certain places during certain seasons. And you have to be okay when you learn that assignment is complete. Yes. All right. And the, I mean, how I wrote it is how I felt it when I wrote it. Yeah, you wrote um, it straight out. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm so sorry. That's bad too. That's bad. I, I, I can. No, that's cool. That's cool. Definitely do better. Um. So what I mean by that is, you know, <laughs> I had to love myself enough mm-hmm. and respect him enough, meaning. I knew that I wasn't happy. So mm-hmm. keeping myself in an unhappy relationship and in an unhappy place is not loving myself. Mm-hmm. And to also continue to be in a place where I would continue to nag and yell and argue and create this toxic environment for him is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unloving, right? And so, you know, it's better to, you know, cut your cut your losses. Um you know, figure out what the good is or was in the relationship and move on, you know, if it's bringing you to a place where you literally don't well, recognize yeah. who you are. Yeah. Um, the second part of that, you know, again, like God bringing people into your life for particular seasons, I'm going to be very honest. When I think back to the, the couple guys that I dated before that relationship, mm-hmm. 
I don't think any of them could have handled being on that journey with me through law school and the things that I went through through that process. Mm-hmm. There were many times and seasons or and, and moments during that process. Because like I said, I started off at one law school, ended up at another, um, had to go and tie up the loose ends of a match for a master's degree in between that. So there were moments of depression. There were moments of high, enormous stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man was able to ride those waves with me, yeah. you know, and I don't, not, there are not a lot of people who, who will be able to, to do that. Um, and I definitely don't think, like I said, the, the couple before him would have been able to manage. <laughs> um, so he, he was there with me through those seasons. And then for him, you know, if I were to try, you know, to, I mean, he would need to speak to this, but I will try from my perspective. I think that for him, like I was his <laughs> being with, when we were together, that trip to Boston was his first time on an airplane. He was a, yes, he was, he's what I, you call a lab, like a local ass bitch. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, you need to, <laughs> this is not nice. This is not nice. You're going to have to cut that out. Okay. That's what Kevin so, Hart said. Y'all yeah, was alive. I know. But, but yeah, so he was like, you know, so I feel like, I, and I was, well, here's the thing. We are both Southern bred people. He's yeah. a Southern man. I'm a Southern woman. So I'm not going to lie. Before I came to Howard, I was nowhere as near as worldly as mm-hmm. I am now. And so it was, so for, for me, it was like, okay, I think I was able to bring that out of him to show That's him good. different different things you know um so you stepped his level up a little bit. To, yeah i think we, i think we leveled each other up yeah, in some yeah. ways i would say more so me than him but oh but, my God. <laughs> but i mean i'm just i'm just being real but um no we definitely we we needed each other we yeah. needed each other then and we didn't even know it got you um so yeah that's that's my lesson that's that's what i learned now what is uh latanya looking for now in the man um, you heard what B. Simone so right said? Now I, ooh, she can't. Okay, I think she, let she me can't make do sure a nine-to-fiver? A nine-to-fiver? They won't understand uh, her. Uh, well, listen, yeah. I heard about that. And here's, the, here's what I say to that. You know, if, if that's her preference, that's, that's her right. <laughs> that's her right. I'm a nine-to-fiver, so I can't really speak to that. Oh, I'm right. not really not. I'm more of like a 12 to 9 or 10 to 7 or. But either way, I get her point. <laughs> she, if, you, if you're clocking in and clocking out, if you're on somebody else's schedule, which I am, I work for someone, right? So I, I'm not, I mean, so to me, a person who also has. <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, something has to, had to happen. Yeah, the phone died and you came back. All right. Um, and wait to see how you your said, edits come out. Yes, you said for me a nine to five. That's where you stopped at. Okay, so yeah, so for me a nine to five, or I mean that doesn't really bother me. But I will say what I'm looking for now is just somebody who possessed the qualities that I want in a husband. Um, obviously, in that relationship, I knew that I wanted to be, you know, a married woman and and starting a family. So now, I mean, it's just important that they meet. That we have the same values, that they meet the basic, I guess, requirements, uh, if you will. Um, so just, you know, a man of faith, a man that, you know, I'm attracted to, it's good looking, that's attracted to me, that has goals, dreams, aspirations, is already, you know, on his own journey, mm-hmm. understands like his purpose mm-hmm. and our purposes 
can align to fulfill, you know, whatever it is that God has for us to fulfill on this earth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody who also values, you know, family wants, you know, kids and to actually build and leave something of substance behind. Um, I mean, just very mature, basic things, honestly. Um, yeah. That's, that I'm sounds just, good. I just, I just want my, I just want what's, that's, I think that's like my prayer these days is, you know, because as I date and stuff, you know, you meet different men. I think the issue too with dating um, and not being as conscious as you should be is that you lose sight of what it is to your point of what it is you're actually looking for. And so my prayer on a daily when I'm interacting with men is that, you know, God keep me from myself. Like, don't, don't let me do say or think something um, as I interact with these, you know, these young men um, to either A, block what you really have for me or B, not see that, the person might be in front of me, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's always one or the other that we mess up on. So I'm just, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my time. Um, you know, yeah. such is life. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few more questions. You give it to your little spot date, whatever that, whatever you're calling it. Um, <laughs> the big, uh, uh, a person going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's some advice you would give them? Oh, that. Even though it seems really hard now, there definitely is better at the end of the tunnel. So not just light, but but better. Because you know everybody says it like, "Oh, you're gonna make it," and that's true. You are gonna make it. But I, I want a person going through a tough breakup to realize that everything that you go through. Mm-hmm. Every part of that experience, including the pain, really does create a better you. Mm-hmm. And a better you walking into a new relationship can only create a better experience. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah, I want them to know that, yeah, better is always on the other end. Um, I, and, I, and when I say that, I think about there was a meme that was, um, I I think that's the appropriate word for it, a meme that was floating on Instagram where it's like a picture of, I guess, Christ holding like this, uh, trying to take a small teddy bear from this little girl Mm -hmm. has like the big one behind his back. You know, like I, I, I believe that image to me is super symbolic of, you know, what I actually believe about life, love, mm-hmm. relationships, healing, and, and coming out on the other end is all because yeah, what if I'm the big teddy bear already and we just broke up because of something crazy and <laughs> if you're the t- so that's a good question because that's actually true, which is why I was careful when I said I don't think and this could change. I said yeah. and this could change that me and my ex were, you know, meant to uh, be together. So that's a good question. And I would say to that, you're absolutely right. The, the person that you are actually going through the breakup with and the person that has caused you the pain or vice versa, that person might be the teddy bear, but separation still might have needed to be had yeah. for yeah. either A, one person to catch up in terms of growth. You know, I look at it like um, 
like a like a um, I don't know like a menu is it a manufacturing workshop or something where you know you are a product right we we as people we're products right we're the product of God and then we sometimes you know as we um go out and play in the world we get broken mm-hmm. you know we start doing things to kind of um mess up or bruise or break who we were created to be and sometimes you gotta get away yeah. step out of the relationship step out of the world come get some some healing get stitched up you know and become like this better repackaged person and so yeah you very well could be that that bigger teddy bear or, or that blessing but the timing because his timing is, is so much different than ours mm-hmm. so the timing may not be right right you know, uh, that other person might not be ready. And even though you might think, because I've been in situations like that where I've yeah, I've been in dating situations where I'm like, I know I'm the right woman. <laughs> you ain't. But you know what? You know what I realized even in that is that, yes, you might be the right person. But until that person is fixed, until, you know, maybe their vision, maybe they can't see something right now. But if you feel that you are that package, and here's another thing, you gotta be careful with that too. I would, if I felt like I was supposed to be with a particular man who did not want to get right for me or did not want to be in a relationship with me at a particular time, I'm going to be careful to do, to, to do two things. One of them is I want to make sure that I'm not confusing me being the right type of woman because I am period Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. with me being the right type of woman for that person Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying because sometimes like I think sometimes we hold on to this idea that you know we are like almost like you're trying to force you know um all that you have onto this other person. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about that is, and and is that you, if you keep pushing hard enough, you might get that. Yeah. And that might be a bad outcome. Mm. That, that could be a very bad outcome. Um, because sometimes you, you really are a blessing and somebody who is not ready to receive it, they're going to do nothing but you know, use you, abuse you, destroy you. That's true. You know, yeah. and keep yeah. keep you in a in a in a bad place. Um. So, yeah, I, I think every man and woman should walk around realizing that they are a prize for somebody. But you want to you want to be given to a worthy person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just fall in the hands or the laps or the bedroom of just anybody. Yeah. You know. So. I think, yeah, I think you gotta, you gotta be careful with that. And then the second thing is, um, with that is if I think that I'm the right person for somebody, but it's not working out at that time, um, then I'm careful to make sure that I'm not missing what God is trying to tell me I need to do. Mm -hmm. Because I think that there can be situations where you think you are ready but there's like a major lesson that you're not taking heed to. Mm-hmm. Like you're not catching on to it. And if you get back in that relationship, it's going to be the same cycle because you, you truly just have not learned. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So you have to figure that out. So, um, yeah, you know, such is life. <laughs> right. Such is life. A lot of lessons learned. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Now, the last mm-hmm. but not least, the song you would like to dedicate to your ex. I think I put on there um, Jagged Edges. Uh-huh. What, what did I put? I, I know it was a Jagged Edge song. Goodbye. Actually. Goodbye. Yes. Um, and the reason I chose that song is because there's just that one, that intro line where it's, you know, have you ever been in a situation where the hard, the best thing you can do is the hardest thing you've ever done? Um, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna sing it. I had to. <laughs> I had to hum it. <laughs> I don't want you to lose. I don't want you to lose listeners. Like, oh yeah, on there trying to. But yeah, um, because I will say that breaking up with him to me that was the hardest person to break up with because there was so much good mm-hmm. in that relationship compared to the other relationships I've been in, and I think the fact that I was with him that long was was yeah. testament to that, right? Um. But it was hard because it was a relationship that made me, it made me, it made me think and it made me feel and it made me question myself at every turn in terms of my decision making when it came to him, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it was how I respond to him, how I treat him and even how I broke up with him. Um, Because it's easy to break up with somebody who repeatedly cheats on you. For me, I'll say for me, not for everybody, because everybody's not hard. I'm sorry for everybody. It's not easy to do that. For me, it's easy if you put your hands on me. If you, um, you know, calling me out on my name, disrespect me, like I can easily let that go. But it's hard to let go of a relationship where the issue is not, it's not a, nothing externally is happening. It's just that in this, I'm not being fed emotionally anymore as a woman. Cause that's harder for people to, cause let me tell you, people always ask me like, why, why did y'all break up? Yeah. You know, why? I, I still don't get it. And they're not going to get it. You know? Yeah. You don't see, you don't see me abused in any way. You know, and it's hard to see neglect because mm-hmm. that's how I felt in that relationship. A lot of times neglected um, or or ignored, yeah. you know, and not because he was intentionally trying to do it, but just because he wasn't. I mean, he just wasn't interacting or choosing to interact um, with me in the way that I had told him I required. Mm-hmm. Right. The, I mean, that popular book, the Five Love Languages. Yeah. You know, if I'm telling you I need words of affirmation. And you never compliment me. I'm not being fed. Because you ask a service instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're you're not you're not speaking to me in that which I need. Like you you have to feed people. You yeah. know that's that's the nature of relationships. You know, um, and so it's harder. It's harder to to do that because here I am checking off boxes. Well. He's a good person, comes from a good family. He this, mm-hmm. he that, he that. But so so it, so the breakup helped me to realize like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, you have never, or you have not yet crossed a path where 
if a person have not has not done these other external types of um you know acts against you you know you you, don't, you haven't dealt with this like you haven't dealt with well what do you do if you feel neglected what do you do if you feel unappreciated mm-hmm. you know do you is that the same and to be to be frank with you I have learned to count that as a form of, I won't say abuse, but I'll say misuse. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, that's why this one was, you know, it was it was more impactful yeah. because um, the things we went through, and like I said, I think I, I kept using that term, like silent yeah. distrust, yeah. silent pain, yeah. you know, silent unhappiness, um, which is honestly, it's almost probably more dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Just sitting there for years, but that's, that's knowing you don't want to be with that yeah. person. That was good. That was just the show. We got your episode out finally. It was it was a little yes. hassle in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was worth it though. This is cool. Juneteenth is coming. What you have any plans? Um. Look, I don't know why I always try to use this line. I was getting ready to say to stay black and not know it. Um, no, for Juneteenth, no, I don't have any plans, honestly, to pray and, and meditate on, you know, the, the lives that we have lost recently, mm-hmm. um, to maybe find something to do in the community. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a marcher. I don't like big crowds and stuff, so I won't go out and like get into protests and anything, but I've done a few other things yeah. to kind of, con- you know, contribute um, so maybe doing something else yeah, yeah. Uh, indoors on the phone, email or something yeah. uh, to kind of keep, keep, you know, abreast and to stay connected to the movement that we have going on. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have any plans. Gotcha. Um, now, since your ex follows you and you might promote this and he hears <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Would you mind him doing an episode? No, we're not mine. I wouldn't reach out and be like, yo, I want to tell my side. She missed on this and that. Yeah. <laughs> I, in fact, I would love, look, honestly, he would laugh at this, I think. I think there would be certain things he might kind of, you know, be scratching his head about and kind of, you know, wanting to have conversation with me on. But I definitely feel like he, yeah, he may, if he did that, that would be totally fine. All right. Because all right. there's always his and her side. Yeah. And then the truth is that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. thank you, Latanya, for doing this. And that's been, a, that's, ooh, that's been an episode of Views of the Next. Thank you. <laughs>